0: listening to the Thornapple Valley Church podcast. Thank you for joining us. Our hope is for you to be encouraged and to connect with God during this message. If you'd like to know more about Thornapple Valley Church, visit tvcweb.com. So it's indeed a privilege and an honor to be with you once again today and uh I just pray God's blessing on you as we bring you the Word of God. But I want to begin by telling you a story. And I don't know if you've heard the story about the Christian who was going through the woods. And as he was out hiking through the woods, he kind of uh, accidentally walked up on a bear. And he saw the bear, and he froze, and the bear froze. And then he decided, I better run. So he started running, and the bear started running right behind him, and he ran through the woods, and he finally ran up to the edge of a cliff, and he realized he couldn't go any farther, so he froze, and then the bear froze, and then he turned around, and he dropped to his knees, and the bear dropped to his knees, and he says, God, he he, he put his hands like this, and he says, God, Please make this bear a Christian. And the bear put his hands together and said, God, I want to thank you for this food I'm about to receive. That's funny. Okay. So my scripture is from Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 13 and reading through verse 21. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. And when Jesus landed, he saw a large crowd. He had compassion on them. And he healed their sick. As the evening approached, the disciples came to him and says, this is a remote place. And it's already late. Send the crowds away so that they can go into the villages and buy themselves some food. And Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only... Five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. And then he broke the loaves. And then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people, and they all ate. And they were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate were about 5,000 men, women, and children. So we're introduced in this passage to the fact that Jesus had just heard about the death Of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was his cousin. He was the one that actually announced the coming of the Messiah. And I want you to know that from that day until this day, Jesus has always cared about saints that have been lost to us. That Jesus cares with deep compassion about those people that you've lost. But he also cares about those of us who've been left behind. And he cared so much that he went to a remote place to actually pray privately about the situation. And I want you to know that God cares about your situation so much that he sits in the heavens today as a high priest that is making intercession for everything that we go through. That's how much God cares. And he had such compassion, and the people followed him. And when the people followed him, they followed him in masses. Now it says there were 5,000 people but they only counted men in those days. So when you have 5,000 men, you're going to have what? 5,000 women. And if you got 5,000 men and 5,000 women, you're going to have what? 5, 10, 15, 20,000 kids. In those days, it was probably like 30,000. And then they didn't even count slaves in those days, so they were present too. So you're talking about probably 35 to 40,000 people, and Jesus is out there performing miracles. He's healing the sick. He's meeting people right where they are at and meeting their needs. God cares about your needs. Jesus says, Bring it to me. Don't take it someplace else. Bring it to me. And what are the people looking for? They're looking for satisfaction. What are the people in our world looking for? They're looking for satisfaction. But they're looking in all the wrong places for the satisfaction. We all have a hunger. We all have a desire. We all have a hunger for something that nothing in this world will ever fulfill. We will eat and we will drink and we'll end up thirsty and still hungry. And that's the way people were then, and that's the same way people still are today. Come on, shout amen, somebody. I know I'm preaching a little bit here. And so when Jesus gets to the end of the service, the disciples now are worried. You know, we can't have a miracle service where Jesus performs miraculous healings and miracles, and then all of a sudden, so many people start passing out from hunger. They said, listen, we don't need bad press in the Jerusalem Times tomorrow morning, so what we need to do is we need to start sending the people away. Listen, This has been the disciples' cry from that day and it is still disciples' cry today. Send the problems away. We can't send them away. They're looking for the bread of life. The world is hungering for the bread of life. And we have that bread. We are beggars who found bread. We got it by grace. And now God wants us to show other beggars where the bread is. Jesus said, they don't need to go away. Listen, they don't need to go away. You got somebody in your family that doesn't need to figure it out all by themselves. They don't need to go away. There's somebody on your job. They don't need to go away. There's somebody that you're acquainted with and you know that their life is tore up from the floor up. They don't need to go away. Jesus says, they don't need to go away. You feed them. And the disciples said, what? I don't think you quite get the situation here, Jesus. You want me to take care of this problem? They said, listen, it would take a year's wages just to give these people one meal. We can't do this. After all, we don't have anything. We don't have anything. We don't have what it takes And Jesus said, are you sure? Have you checked? They said, well, we didn't do a Gallup poll and we haven't really done an audit and we definitely don't have a strategic plan for doing this. And he says, well, why don't you take a look? Now listen, you might think that you don't have what it takes, but I want you to know that if you didn't have what it takes, he wouldn't say, you feed them. Let me go to this side and say that. (laughs) You might think that you don't have what it takes it might look like the problem is something that you don't have the answer to. But Jesus wouldn't say, go ye into all the world and make disciples if you didn't have what it takes. Oh, that's much better. (laughs) I might come back over there. So they did some checking. This passage is actually found in all four Gospels. And in another Gospel it says, they checked, they did a research, and they went all through the crowds, and they, went, they looked in nook and crannies and all kinds of places that you ain't supposed to be able to find something. And when they looked, they actually found that there was one boy who had brought his lunch. Listen, this boy is not even given a name, he was insignificant. There is something in your life that appears to be insignificant. You need to do some checking because there's something in your world that appears to be insignificant and God can use an insignificant thing to do an amazing thing. So they get the boy and they bring him I can imagine the disciples escorting him up to the front. You know, only person that thought to bring lunch. I think it was, like, pretty significant. So he packed his lunch. He came for the day. They bring that up, and they they said, "This, this, this this, this is all we got. This is all we got. Listen, I came to the Lord many years ago. I was a drug dealer. And when I came to God, I basically said to him, I don't have anything. I got nothing. I can't give you nothing. I've already messed my life up. There's nothing I have to offer you. And God said, that's enough. That's enough. I didn't know that he could make this out of it. I'm still astonished. When I got saved, I never talked. I was so quiet, people said, he's a nice guy, but he never says anything. And now I can't stop talking. (laughs) There is something in your life that appears to be nothing, and if you'll bring it to God, you gotta bring it to God. Bring it to God no matter how small it looks. Bring it to God no matter how insignificant it looks. Bring it to God. And if you'll bring it to God and put it in his hands, he can do something with it that you could never do by yourself. And so they brought the lunch and they put it in the hands of Jesus. And Jesus took it. And he lifted it up. He lifted it up to God. You got to lift it up. Give it to God. And when he lifted it up, then he did a strange thing. He took it and he broke it. Listen, God can use your brokenness. God wants to get his hands on your brokenness. Bring your brokenness. Stop hiding your brokenness because your brokenness is your miracle. Your brokenness is your miracle. Stop hiding it. Stop hiding it. Bring it out in the open. Bring it to God. Let God lift it up. And he broke it. And when he broke it, He handed it to the disciples. Now listen, there's two miracles in this passage. The gospel only count one, but there's actually two. And the two are significant because when Jesus broke it, he handed it to the disciples and a miracle happened. But then the disciples had set the people out in groups of fifties, small groups. He put them in small groups. And when he set them in groups of 50, he handed the bread and the fish to the disciples, and the disciples handed it to the people. It multiplied twice. It multiplied in the hands of Jesus, and it multiplied in the hands of the disciples. God wants you to be a part of his miracle. The scripture says, and when they finished, they were satisfied. People are looking for satisfaction. You're looking for satisfaction. And if you let Jesus put it in your hands, and then you put it into the hands of the disciples... You'll receive satisfaction, and the person that you feed will also receive satisfaction. Listen, satisfaction is what we're all looking for. It's what we're all looking for. But you got to bring it to Jesus. Don't just look within yourself. You might not be able to find anything, But you got to look for Jesus, look within yourself for Jesus, for Jesus' sake, and you'll find something that appears to be nothing, and then bring it to God and say, God, do what I did. This is all I got. And if you can use this, then so be it. And God will take what was nothing and make a miracle out of it. He'll make a miracle out of it. Can you stand with me as we pray? So, Lord, we bring ourselves to you a group of people that always need your healing and we need your compassion. We need your love. And we ask today, Father, help us, Lord, to look within our hearts and to find the small broken pieces and to bring them to you, to give them to you, to put them in your hands so that you can lift it up to God and break it into a miracle. That's our prayer, Lord. We pray that today, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you would use us to bring a miracle to our world, to bring a miracle to our worlds that we live in. The cry of hunger and thirst that the world is crying for, Lord. We ask that you would help us to be someone's miracle. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And all of God's people said? All right, stay standing. I'm going to release you now. Lord, bless these people, I pray. Bless those online, I pray. I pray, Father, that you would bless them with the peace that passes all understanding. And fill them, Lord. Fill them with your bread of life until satisfaction. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Thornapple Valley Church Podcast. If you found this message encouraging, we invite you to share it. For more information, visit tvcweb.com.